This podcast is brought to you by Reach Innovations. For more info, go to reachinnovations.com. Welcome to The Conversation, where we talk about life, family, and ministry, and how we can apply what we learn to our everyday lives so we can be our best selves every day. That was awkward. The one thing was I asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You want some? You were Pick on some it. up. So what are we talking about today? Zach well, has gum in his mouth, and where that's going to irritate me. I thought you were. I thought you guys were wanting to talk about transition. Did we say that? Who said that? Mom was. Uh, what I think, transition? I think Nicole was. Mom was I talking. Mom was talking to me last night. To. Whenever she got, whenever I got home, I got home, and mom was telling me. Um, if you don't already have a topic. Mom was saying that what it has been a kind of a running topic with a bunch of other people. Um, you know, and like Monday night on soak, uh, a lot of the talk kind of oh. formed toward the area of transition and people um, just experiencing change because uh, that's really kind of a topic that is always fresh. Well, it's always relevant because you're always going through change and there's always something happening. Sometimes, though, change is a little more defined in other people's lives than it is in others because change can change can be a little more intense for some people change because they're going change. through greater yeah. greater portions of it yeah um and sometimes it's that's like, the only thing I'm going consistent in life today, is you know? change yeah. and so many times people see the product but they are not aware of the process and um you know dad and i've been married for 27 years and so many times people are like newlyweds are like oh i want that well that's you're seeing the product, but let's talk about the process to get there. So that can be. Um, so are we officially talking about transformation or just transition? Go. I mean, it what are we? Like it. Just go with it. Because <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have a 15 minute lead in here before we get to our topic. Yeah, this is it. Transition. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think I think just, they kind of just made it work. Do, we? do it. Okay. Yeah. So that's a, it's official. Yep. It's official. All right. I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. You know how we do these things. We just sit down and start talking. Mm-hmm. Well, That's usually exactly. you already have something Zach was explaining to Rebecca why we're thinking about using, you know, the topic as tradition, uh, a transition. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense now. Interesting. Yeah. Gee. So we've been through transition, not just in our marriage, but in our family. So what was, what, what are some, some transitions Zach, that you've gone through? Well, that was actually the first episode of this that we ever did. Well, puberty. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the first, it. yeah, the first episode of this we ever did was about change. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Changing seasons. Um, so, like, what are changes I've been through? Mm-hmm. How did you go through transition? How did you go from from because uh, you were a student with a with a with a house, a normal person with a house and a bed, and you woke up every day in the same room to a different city every six weeks. You didn't have you didn't have the same bed. You're you're moving around. You transitioned. That was a total different transition in your life. Mm. I think, well, like for me personally, I I think because change has just become such a normal thing in my life that I get kind of excited 
whenever I find out that change is happening or change is coming um, because I'm just used to it by this point. Um, but can you get used to change? Like, I agree. Mm-hmm. But just that, that seems like a conundrum. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just used to it now. Like, so well, there's much certain, change. There's certain levels of it because it's like a certain type of change. You're like, yeah, I mean, that's typical. You know, like not knowing where, yeah. where you're going to sleep or, or, you know, like keeping your bags packed because the very next day you're probably going to end up moving again or something like mm. that was easy because it was just you got used to it you're like i know i'm gonna be taken care of i know i know you know everything's gonna be good but it's just that flexibility of not knowing what's coming next but just being ready for it um but then there's also like the bigger tiers of change you know when like you've got a best friend that gets married and it's like oh okay so now like mm-hmm. my relationship with them is kind of changing a little bit because they're not as easily accessible now hmm. just to go and hang out as they were before yeah, and just other things like that. Um, but like whenever we started traveling and going out and, and doing all that stuff, it was scary because yeah, you don't have a home anymore. You don't have that stability, but it was exciting because it's every day is an adventure of like, Oh, what's next? What's happening? You know? And like, even when we first started in the RV kept breaking down, mm-hmm. it was still just we're living the life. all that, all <laughs> that going, all going through that. Like, you know, it was, it was still, yeah, it was bittersweet, but it was still exciting. Cause you're like, Oh, you know, we're launching out into something new and we have an RV that's breaking down, but we're in Florida, you know, like, <laughs> wow, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> Took us two days to get there. Exactly. Hey. And so it was just it was the joy of the it was it was the joy of the process of the like, journey like what mm-hmm. you were saying as well as just um you have to keep your mind just fixed on you know if something's changing now it's because i've entered into a new season mm-hmm. and every season has an eventual end so i better not get too comfortable in Ooh, this season that's good yeah Ooh, good um because if i allow myself to be too comfortable into this season it reminds me of what someone said last monday night yeah that if you get too comfortable in one spot, God's going to end up having to push you into the next season. And then you're going to be like culture shock, freaking out. Like, yep. whoa, this is so far beyond me. But it's mm-hmm. like, well, if you ride the wave per se, mm-hmm. uh, then you'll ride it right into where God has you and right where God wants you. Ooh. That's good. And that brings up what you said, mom, on Monday night. Talk a bit, a little bit about in your pursuit of your destiny. Being that car and drive you know, moving forward, um, doing what you know to do, getting up in the morning and making your bed, wherever the bed may be, but getting up and doing what is set before you, put your hands to do it. Because even though today you may not be doing what you just desire, what, what just is a burning passion of yours, but God can steer you and he can define your destiny in what you're doing. Mm. And, um, today will lead you to tomorrow, obviously, but, but I know your dad, before I married him, uh, he had, he had some jobs that he transitioned. How, how can you talk to us, Phil, about transitioning from job to job or career to career? What does that look like? How do you, how do you trust in God? How can you stay stable? When each one is so drastically when different it's like, too. Oh, I got bills to pay. What am I going to do? Kind of thing. I think that I think the the very first thing that you have to have is you have to be grounded and rooted in God and recognize that he is the he is your source. 
your complete source mm-hmm. to everything. God uses people. He uses jobs. He uses promotion. He uses, you know, companies and, and different things to provide. So those are resources. Those are resources. But but you've got to look at God as the ultimate source. And, That's good. Yeah. And, you know, in transition or when you, before leading up to transition, um, a lot can help your transition. Like, for instance, you know, it says in Colossians 3, 23 and 24, and whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. So you're supposed to be working as unto God, mm-hmm. whatever business you're in. So if you're working as unto God, you're working in such a way. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking... That they don't want to see you leave. That they don't want to see you leave. When when I was in, uh, you know, when we had made the sacrifices that, so that you could be home, and I was working a, a specific job, but I wasn't making enough. I needed a little... Uh, additional income and so I took a job an additional job in the evenings working at Dillard's this was in Tulsa when this the kids was in Tulsa. were babies and I remember when I was there <laughs> at the time I don't know if they do it still now but they had a policy in their company that you could only uh, if you ever quit they they wouldn't hire you back hmm. and so I was about three months in and I was offered you know a great jo- another Great job doing what I was already doing, uh, working at a church. Out of state. Uh, no, in right. in state, oh, okay. working at a church, doing their hospital visitation for them, doing music, you know, and they wanted to pay me for it. And it was a, it was a lot more than I was making at Dillard's. Mm-hmm. And I thought, thank you, Lord, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I put in my resignation knowing, well, you know, I, I know when you quit, they can't hire you back, but... I, Hopefully I won't need to come back to Diller or try to come back to Diller's. God's, you know, moving me into this other position. And the the manager, the store manager came to me personally and he said, Phil, he said, we have a policy that when, whenever somebody quits, we never hire him back. But I want you to know if something ever happens on your next job and you want to come back, I personally would take you back. Mm. And that just meant a lot to me. So in transition, you know, it's important that you've, establish yourself so that transition was easier Mm -hmm. now we've also been in a situation where we were fired you know and it and it wasn't our fault let's go back let's go back before that one we've transitioned a few times in our years yeah um we were in and in in a different state we're in texas and we transitioned out but we gave uh like a six month notice which i don't recommend Uh, don't ever do that well but we wanted to help (laughs) we wanted to help um the transition because we weren't we weren't we weren't transitioning because we we hated what we were doing we were transitioning because god was moving us into the next season well, we wanted to be very integral with that. The, the ministry was large. There was a lot going on. We were we had our hand in almost everything. Yeah. So instead of us just jumping out in two weeks, that gave them time to hire. We could we could train up. You know mm-hmm. what the people under us. Well, during that transition, we we learned though through that when you when you when you say don't ever do that. Well, because your love walk. You had to walk long, long love walk because um, uh, we were the ones transitioning out. The people that were staying had a different perspective. They, 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 you know, they, because they weren't going through the same transition, Mm -hmm. they had a different uh, conception of what was going on, perception. So we had to walk in love with them walk in love with moving forward. We were excited, but yet we, we had to be there mm-hmm. until we weren't. Yeah. So stay where you're at and be there physically, mentally, emotionally right. until you're 
where yeah. God is taking you. And I think that's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, I just be meant, that asset yeah, our love walk was really, really tested. And, and it and it was a long, drawn-out process. You know, where, you know, I, I see now where, you know, a month notice probably would have been adequate. But it did take eight people to take our slots. And but it, was, but it, was, it was mutually agreed upon with yeah. leadership and us. I mean, right. it wasn't... You know, it, it was what we, it was what happened at the time, and yeah. then um, then we went to our next season because how you leave one season yeah. is how you it's enter, how you enter next. your next season. So we've learned a couple of different nuggets through the years. Never burn a bridge. No. Keep relationships wherever you go, because as far as it's up to you. You yeah. know, you can't make people like yeah, you. You can't make it... people enjoy you, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. But as much as it's up to you, keep those relationships because God's just just increasing your influence. And even if he is taking you trans-state, out-of-state, whatever, you still have friends and, and contacts back at back where you were. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. it's pretty cool how God, how God uh, increases your influence. Now, you may be in a season where you were let go and it wasn't your fault. You know, maybe you were laid off. Maybe you were you were fired for some reason. Um, you know, and and it wasn't your fault. We've been in that situation too, where mm-hmm. we were let go, and it just blindsided us. We mm-hmm. were like, man, and, it was two different visions. Yeah, it wasn't going the same and, direction. And this is this is another really important uh, reason to have God as your you know settled that He's your number one source because when that happens, you turn directly to Him. And go, God, I didn't see this coming. It blindsided me. I'm not sure what to do now. But my, I want you to know my eyes are on you. So we set that as a time to, to pray, to fast, to, to get the mind of God, to get wise counsel. And, and that transition was, that was probably like the a, most it was, dramatic. It was a forced seasonal change. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so good. Yes. And we're so thankful yeah. because I believe it launched us. We we kept our heart right on purpose. We walked in love on purpose. Yeah. And we, like you said, we did. We went to the throne and not the phone. Yeah, okay. exactly. And so <laughs> and so we were able to build ourselves up. And then God was totally leading and guiding us into all that. And then he and then what he'll do is he'll take something that that you know could have could have potentially been disastrous for your life and turn it into you know your greatest blessing in your life which is what he did because we transitioned the right now way. has anyone ever short-circuited or jumped out of the boat jumped into the next season too soon oh yeah for sure Kay. what does that look like <laughs> uh i mean you can tell right off the bat that it's not god <laughs> i mean because it's like um, we I, almost I, left you and I, <laughs> uh, yeah. as yeah, brother and sister, almost left early. Um, the intern mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. like two years or a year early. Oh, about almost three years early. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, because yeah. because was, circumstances were it was it, it was tough. Mm-hmm. It was really really tough. And yeah. I just I just look at it in the sense of like Peter whenever he got out on the water, you know, and was walking with Jesus. It was like one moment. You know, he had his eyes on Jesus and was doing what Jesus was telling him. And then the moment he got his eyes off of Jesus, it was like, where are you? <laughs> you know, like all of a sudden everything's falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I doubt he sunk in slow motion. No, 
it was very quick <laughs> very very quick yeah because when you're not when you're not where he wants you um just like what i mean we've really started to see this more and more and more this year and last year especially which was you know you pay for your, you you pay for your dream but god pays for his yeah. And so it's like when you yeah. start realizing yeah. that you're having to put a lot of extra effort into things and and realize that it's it's costing you a lot mm-hmm. um and you're just getting overwhelmed and and it's just not looking good. Uh many times it's because you're trying to keep yourself afloat when God's like, "Hey, I'm over here." Um Yeah. That's good. So does frustrations happen when you're out of out of the perfect place? Mm-hmm. Like my mind goes to uh, the first time we were going to the DR um, and I had to fundraise to go to the DR. And so I had this entire plan to, you know, get a job because we only had about two months to raise the funds needed and traveling full time. Didn't have very much uh, financial support coming in at that time. Um, and so it was kind of like, Oh, you know, here's what I need to do then. You know, I need to go home and get a job. If I get a job working this many hours a week, getting paid this much an hour, you know, I can, I'm pretty sure I can make it work. Got, got home during the Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and, and just started filling out applications, went to a place that I thought was the right place, turned down another opportunity that was God. (laughs) Um, but I thought that God was in another area. Um, and for like probably a month or so, I heard nothing and remember just sitting there gradually, just, there were days where I would literally sit there just looking at my phone, just waiting for it to, um, cause I had so much time on my hands, you know, I didn't have anything going on. Um, and then and Becca's up. See you later. Yeah. And then Becca like got hired on like right away. Um, and I, and, and like I had been calling, following up with people being like, Hey, I just put in my, my, my application and everything. And, and finally, like, I just, I, I just got honest with myself and was like, I didn't even ask Holy spirit what he wanted me to do. I didn't even seek him on any of this. I just took it into my own hands and was like, yeah, I'm, and which I see now that if I would have tried to continue down that path, it would have been like going to the Dominican. I would have been like, I got myself here. Mm, wow. Um, and God's like, you're not sending you, I'm sending you. Um, and so it was at that moment of realization that I got myself back on track. and was like, all right, Lord, I apologize. You know, I didn't honor you. I didn't um, put you first. And so the moment that I put him back in the slot where he's supposed to be, which is the slot of everything. Everything, I was going to say. <laughs> right. So uh, mm-hmm. once, I, once I put him back as the primary, um, all of a sudden it all came together and I had more than enough finances, not just for the DR, but to get my mm-hmm. family Christmas gifts that year because I was just like in panic mode. I didn't even know how I was going to get everything together. But God brought it together because I wasn't, because I stopped trying to force something. Mm-hmm. Um and that's the other thing is if the if the end result if the end results in you taking credit for anything that's not right mm. um hmm. because everything god does he does so he gets the glory for it um because he's worthy of it and he deserves the glory for it so looking back in your life right now i already know that all of us at this table we can all look back and be like man that was god that was god mm-hmm. And it's because it needs to be God. If I look back at something and I'm like, God, mm-hmm. where were you in that? Um, then I see that that was me trying to make it happen. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, Becca, take wow. us back to the that um, time you were just talking about how that you almost got out of the season before you should have. Oh <clears throat> yeah. Um, and everyone in any job, in any internship, and in any life circumstance can come across, <coughs> you know, um, different personalities and people that you don't click with, you don't gel with, you don't necessarily enjoy being around. Um, that's why Jesus called us to love. And that's why sometimes loving is hard. <laughs> yeah, for you. Um, and so, yeah, it was like two years in, I think, to the internship that we were a part of for about five years. Oh. And um, Zach and I collectively made the decision that, all right, mm-hmm. we're done. I think next month would be a good <laughs> month to pull out. And, and in wow. our minds, it was literally like, here was the plan to move in with our grandmother in Branson, Missouri, and get jobs. Like what a dream. That was it. <laughs> what a dream. And now I look back and I'm like, thank you, God. <laughs> we did not. Oh my goodness. <laughs> not this spending time with grandma wouldn't but have been you were amazing. In the fire daily though. But so yeah, it, it, seemed, it was just anything like, seemed better. Anything seemed better were. than that. And um so now whenever I hear wow. of friends or even I'm in a similar situation. Uh, making a hasty decision is just not worth it. Making yeah. a flesh decision because you don't know what God has right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and that corner for us was three more years. And actually it was part of it was right away. I remember when we had the conversation when we decided, Hey, we're not supposed to leave yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we met Is with our leaders. director's chair out of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, yeah. Terry was like, what will it take to keep you? And I was like, <laughs> uh, one of your chairs. <laughs> And he was like, I got you. You need literally bought a chair and I lost it like the very next week. No, 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 no. You, you, oh my you kept it for months. You took it from city to city. I, I took it from city to city, but I lost it. I know, finally it. lost it. But the thing about it was, too, is it, it, it kind of clarified where we were, not saying that was right to even, you know, make that or try to make that decision work. Mm-hmm. But coming back, um, it was like there were open doors to, oh, here's what we see in you guys and just in, in your character and stuff. And we actually ended up stepping into greater responsibility than we had before Mm -hmm. we made that decision. So those last three years we were very busy and living our best life. Oh my goodness. And with the same people, nothing Mm -hmm. changed. Circumstances didn't change. We went and had the same roommates and you know, everything was there. And um, I mean, eventually people, left and were weeded out and new people came in, but it was, um, it was not something that we just escaped. It was like, no, the escape was, um, falling more and more in love with Jesus. Yeah. Cause you get really close to him when you, when you can't get close to anyone around you, yeah. you know? Or, yeah. Um, That's and good. so it was amazing. And then stepping into where we are now, we didn't have a three year gap of just not knowing what we were doing. Mm-hmm you know, in Branson, like trying to make our destiny and our callings happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But we stayed where we were at. We were faithful. Mm -hmm. And with that came so many benefits. Oh, yeah. So many benefits. Yeah. That I'm so blessed that we stick with it. If we would have left at that time, like look at the relationships that probably we wouldn't have today or Mm -hmm. look at the places in the world we would have never traveled to because we cut off that opportunity. 
or just the the lives that would have been brought into the kingdom mm-hmm. yeah that almost you know like I'm, i remember we've had these conversations to where it's like i want to say yes every time because the last thing i ever want to happen is for god to go and ask someone else to do something mm-hmm. whenever he already asked me to do it wow. you know yeah. and so that's just like one of those things to keep in mind like boy if i leave a season too soon or if i step out of this place too soon then you know i'm 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 not just stepping out of where i am now but i'm stepping out of hearing god clearly for whenever he has come and asked me to do something and i'm saying no maybe not consciously but i'm just saying no because mm-hmm. of my actions or mm-hmm. because it's too hard you know then he's going to go to someone else because god wants to touch people and yeah. so yeah man wow don't abort the mission no yeah. hmm. and i heard this morning about um when the disciples were trying to cast out the the demon of uh, and the little boy and they couldn't so they brought him finally to jesus and he, he just he right there said hey you know mm-hmm. this 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 kind of only comes out by prayer and fasting and oh you've little faith and all that stuff right well little faith it wasn't like how can you get any smaller than a grain of mustard seed you know mm-hmm. it wasn't that it was it meant short right they short-sighted they short-circuited mm. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't stay in long enough. Right. They didn't right. stick with it. A lot of times people think I'm stuck, mm-hmm. wow. but you're not really stuck. You just yeah. stopped. Mm-hmm. So keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what you know to do. Right. And, and watch what God will do. Yeah. Because then it was very obvious the next door we stepped out mm-hmm. of that into the next thing. Mm-hmm. God will make it. Where yeah. you know, oh, that's an open door. Yeah. It wasn't something eventually that we were like, how are we going to know? You know, what's the next move? It was God, an open door, obvious thing that we hmm. knew was right to step into. And as a Christian, you're not supposed to be led by people, situations, circumstance, whether or not you like this person, whether or not this person treats you the right way. Look yeah. at Just look at the places that God called Paul to go. Mm-hmm. That should answer that. I mean, God led him to these places where they people were terrible to him. I mean, they persecuted him, they stoned him, they, they I mean, they did all these things to Paul. He wound up in prison. He wound up getting beat. You know, he wound up getting you know lashes. Uh, you know, and and here the spirit of God is leading him to these places. Right. Mm-hmm. But we wouldn't have the we wouldn't have the New Testament if God hadn't have taken Paul. To these places you know we wouldn't have most of the new testament i mean mm-hmm. you know yeah. we wouldn't we wouldn't have the the teachings of faith that we have if it hadn't been for paul and i think we you know we, we've somehow convinced ourselves at times that well if god takes me here it'll be a you know it'll be easy, easy. <laughs> and i won't have to deal with people well no you're absolutely wrong because god's lie. number one mm-hmm. mission is mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. yeah right and so we get to we get to go and we get to love mm-hmm. regardless so right. of how we get yeah. treated. Mm-hmm. And but that can't be our mm-hmm. direction. That can't be our motivating factor. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for your mom and I, what had to be our motivating factor was God is is bringing had, he's he is mm-hmm. uh, directing us in this direction, mm-hmm. uh, taking us in this direction, and we had to go. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he you know oftentimes would say to me, "Are you willing to go?" Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Because if you're not, like you said. He'll drop me, and he'll pick up somebody else mm-hmm. who will be Time willing to go. Short. And mm-hmm. honestly, even though I look back, and those times were very hard, 
but I've also forgotten a lot, but I just do that. I just forget things that people have like said <laughs> that are mean. That's good. You know what I mean? That's a it's good just, thing. It just happens naturally. And then I'm like, hey, what's up? Like nothing happened. But, right. um, but also I'm so glad that I, that God entrusted me in an, enough to put a difficult person like that <laughs> in my close proximity. Now, looking back, I mean, in right. the moment, yeah, in yeah. the moment, no, it's, it's there. not fun. Doesn't feel good. <sighs> um, but because now, whenever I see or I'm around people like that that are a little bit manipulative, or or I just get some of that vibe from vibe. them, um, I'm like, hey, I've had this, you know, mm-hmm. like I God has showed me how to walk through it gracefully. Mm-hmm and lovingly and now be able to counsel other girls on how to you know how to still develop you in the midst of those things so think about this think about think about the christian that doesn't pass that test though Mm -hmm. and they wind up just throwing up their hands and quitting always another test and they leave yeah then guess what you get to go around the mountain again again god wants us to pass Mm -hmm. the test and it's an open book test it's not Mm -hmm. one that you you know are going to fail. It's one that if you'll, if we'll hit our knees mm-hmm. and cry, you know, mm-hmm. cry out to God, then he'll give us the answer. He'll show us mm-hmm. uh, how to respond and not react. He'll, he'll, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, again, reading the word and pursuing him in prayer and fasting in, in the ways that God has directed you or, that, you know, in your love for him and your zeal for him, he'll, he'll help you walk through all these things mm-hmm. and he'll help you make a difference in other people's lives. Cause we have testimony of people that, that got mad. They, they didn't, they treated us unfairly, didn't like us, got mad at us or whatever, because we shared the truth with them. We shared the word with them, you know, and came back to us later and apologized found us on Facebook and apologized. I just want you guys to know mm-hmm. I was mad at you and we haven't seen them in years. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't they, even know they were mad at me. And we didn't even know they were mad at us. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and then all yeah. of a sudden now they're saying, I want to thank you because that word you said stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make it easy, but think about your family. Think about your kids. Your mom and I shared hard things with you guys. Things that weren't easy to share at times, mm-hmm. you know, out of, out of love for you because we wanted you guys to know the truth and because we loved you enough to share that mm-hmm. with you. And it was, it wasn't easy. It's never, it's never easy as a parent. It's never easy, but it's simple. Yeah. yeah. But, but you guys grabbed a hold of it mm-hmm. and, and you lived, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know, You're living your best and something life. too that, um, I saw this yesterday um, and I thought it was so good, but it's also like dealing with rejection Um, because those times when you are in, in, you know, a season where you're, I mean, there's going to be people that reject you. I mean, just flat out, there's going to be people that reject you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was listening um, to a guy by the name of uh, Ben Fitzgerald, um, super, super awesome guy. Um, And he was just talking about, um, how the church looks at rejection as a Goliath when it should look as rejection as a gift. Um, Wow. And he was saying that, um, and he just said flat out, he's like, he's like, I pray to God that every single one of you gets rejected (laughs) 10 times today. (laughs) I just pray that every single one of you get rejected 10 times. 
Because every time you get rejected and if you still feel it, that means you still value their approval of you. Yeah, what they think. Hmm. Wow. But the moment so you good. get rejected so and you don't feel it, that means that to you and your heart, there's only one opinion that matters. Mm. Truly. Mm. You're not just saying it, but it actually has taken root in yourself. That's so good. And so just in these seasons when you are being rejected, because rejection comes. I mean, Jesus, Jesus tells us all this kind of stuff. You know it. If you've read the Bible, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it's just taking that rejection and being like, okay. <laughs> and like, I don't care. Is that all yeah. you know? Like, because no. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to come. And you know, if you, if you, you know, if you get emotional and if you cry, Hey, that's okay. You don't have to take the fact that you're crying as not a fact that you're, you know, dying to yourself. Cause some people they're like, man, well, it just made me feel this way and everything. And it's like, well, guess what? Like Jesus was denied many times and did it hurt him? Yeah, it hurt him. I'm sure Jesus got emotional when Peter denied him three times, but that still did not defer Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, from, from his, from his end goal. And so no matter what someone says to you, no matter how you're treated in the workplace, no matter how many people, um, say or have their opinions about you because people have opinions about you yeah or the decision or they may have a decision about what season of life you're in they're like no you need to move on to something new and you're like i'm just not feeling that yeah you know it's like you need to continuously spend time in the secret place and know the heart of the father yes because then that'll translate into the decisions that you make and you'll know that you're Mm. not leaving a season too late or too Mm -hmm. soon but right at the proper time Mm. caring caring what people think is pride and pride has to be crucified. Yeah, mm. that's it. That's ugh, it. Has to be, has to be denied, crucified, put under the blood, <laughs> and risen again. No, never mind. <laughs> like what you like. Yeah, mommy, you are a poster child. Oh my word, she's and so it's good at so that. So good, yeah. <laughs> you are. Like, if you like it, like. wear it. Like it. And you're not you, you're not like being it. called to get people to like you. You're called to like people. Your mom cracks yeah. me up. You crack me up because people go, "Oh, I love the sweater that you're wearing." In fact, so a lady said, oh, "I love that." And and what's the first thing you it's say? It's ten bucks at Sam's. Yeah, exactly. One. <laughs> <laughs> she always gives the price I paid or where I got it. <laughs> you too can have one of these two. <laughs> you can look like me. <laughs> Somebody oh, said man. they like my shirt the other day. I said fifty cents at a thrift store, yeah. and then he, it was like he, he turned his head like a deer in the headlights after I said that. And mm-hmm. I was like, it "Doesn't work the same way with guys." <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's man. like, oh, you didn't buy a hundred and fifteen dollar untucked shirt? What oh, good oh. stuff? <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, That's this it. is a good. Thanks one. for bringing it. Yeah. Thanks for listening to The Conversation. For more episodes, feel free to subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search The Conversation. Thanks again for listening.